This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Man-made climate change is the biggest hoax in the 21st century. That's what we'll talk about on the show today. Welcome to Exposing Washington on American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us today. We're going to talk about the biggest hoax yet this 21st century. And uh, we're going to talk about that and several other things. The biggest hoax is going to be the idea that there is man-made climate change or man-made global warming, as Al Gore used to call it. That's what we'll talk about on the show. If you want to visit our website, you can, AFR.net. AFR.net is our website. You can also uh, download the app on your smartphone, on your tablet device, on Android or Apple devices. Just type in AFR or American Family Radio on the App Store, and you can download the app for free there and catch all things American Family Radio there on the app and on the website AFR.net. If you want to watch the show, if you want to watch Exposing Washington, you can check out our YouTube channel, Exposing Washington on YouTube. Lastly, I'm on Twitter. Type in at Walker Wildman on Twitter. Once again, glad to have you with us on Exposing Washington. I'm your host, Walker Wildman. I want to talk about this CNN town hall that was held this past uh, Wednesday night where CNN hosted 10 presidential or Democrat presidential candidates over the course of seven hours, and all they talked about was climate change. All they talked about was how man-made global warming is going to cause the end of the world. It's going to be the apocalyptic apocalyptic end of the world, man-made climate change, that is. And this was, I tuned in for a little bit of it, and it was a, a clown show, to say the least, because first, in order to have such a, such a marathon, a seven-hour marathon on a topic, there has to be some kind of legitimacy behind the topic, behind the discussion. But if you look at this, there is no reliability or consensus on the topic of so-called man-made climate change or man-made global warming. There is zero consensus, there is zero scientific consensus, I should add that, to this discussion. And there's actually, and I'll talk about it later in the show, there's actually scientific data that points that there's act actually no such thing as man-made global warming. No such thing, fake, made-up, hoax, no, uh, not based on anything factual. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The CNN town hall was, was a clown show, as I mentioned, 
because the entire discussion is built on falsehoods. And last week on the show, when I talk about propaganda and how the media and the Democrats continually place, they project failure or they project falsehoods on Donald Trump as president, this is another instance where the media and the Democrats continually push, project a narrative that is fake. And this whole climate change narrative, I would say, is even more of a hoax than the Russia investigation. And the Russia investigation against Donald Trump was a pretty big, baseless, fake story. It was, it was a, probably falls in line uh, right behind this climate change as being the top hoax uh, in the 21st century. So back to this CNN town hall, this whole uh, media narrative is being pushed by a group called Climate Change Now, which is a, product, a project that was launched in April by various left-wing groups and individuals. And here's the goal of this group. The group is called Covering Climate Now. And the goal of this is to, quote, strengthen the media's focus on the climate crisis. And so over the course of the next few weeks, if you see all these mainstream media outlets covering the so-called climate crisis, it's because they're all in cahoots. They're all colluding together to push this fake hoax on the American people so that we buy in to the falsehood that somehow driving our vehicle to work is putting out carbon emissions, and those carbon emissions are causing Hurricane Dorian. That's what they want you to believe. That's literally what they want you to believe. Hence, the context of and the timing of this CNN town hall, their host, this is shameful, folks. They're hosting a town hall built on a hoax while a hurricane is going on off the East Coast. There's no shame here. There's no shame here. They're hosting a seven-hour town hall about climate change and how hurricanes are caused by climate change while a hurricane is battering people's homes and killing people. That shows how little integrity and how, how much shame these folks will put up with. But I want to transition a little bit and keep moving on on this same topic. And the, this, uh, the, by the way, this CNN town hall was so fake. And what do I mean by that? It was so fake because the people asking questions, these were all vetted questions. They were all vetted questions to such an extent that there was no opposition. There were zero questions about whether climate change is man-made or not, whether this is a legitimate narrative or not. There was zero opposition to this narrative, which shows me that, number one, CNN controlled who came into that town hall, and number two, they filtered the questions to such an extent where there's no opposition. And it's one thing to filter the questions. I can understand that to make sure you have legitimate, good, tough questions. But to filter the questions to where there is zero opposition so you can further push your propaganda and your fake narrative 
To me, that's corrupt. That's corrupt, and it shows that the media is lying. CNN is lying, and they know it. They know it. That's why they don't allow opposition on their network. But I want to jump back to this, this narrative. Once again, this narrative that, that men, that humans cause climate change, that we cause global warming, that because we drive a vehicle that emits carbon, uh, 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 carbon, that Hurricane Dorian happens because I drive my truck to work. That I drive my truck to work and put out carbon, and then Hurricane Dorian happens as a direct result of that. That's what the media would like you to believe. But the science actually says the opposite. And I'm reading directly from a news story here from commentarymagazine.com, and I'll post this on our podcast page at AFR.net. But this story talks about how over the last few decades, scientists have been relying on faulty data. That's what I've said all along. I've said all along that these so-called scientists are relying on fake data Faulty data, just like the pollsters who say Joe Biden's up 14 points over Trump in North Carolina. They're relying on fake, faulty, shaky data. And this is no different. Here, reading directly from the news story, a study by meteorologist Anthony Watts found that almost 90% of the 1,221 weather stations in the United States, these are weather stations that measure temperature, humidity, etc., etc., and scientists, meteorologists and scientists use these weather stations to measure whether the Earth is getting hotter or cooler over, over the span of several years. So this fellow, Anthony Watts, this meteorologist, found that almost 90% of the 1,221 weather stations in the U.S. did not meet the National Weather Service's standards which requires, uh, the standards require that these weather stations be at least 100 feet from any artificial heat source or radiating surface. And what what does that mean? They're talking about not having a weather station in a parking lot where the asphalt, the black concrete asphalt, is putting off heat because the sun is reflecting off of it. That's what we're talking about. Or having a weather station on an airport tarmac where the big jets are pushing out uh, fuel and heat off the engines, and then they're hitting these weather stations and causing faulty data uh, data lines. So that's what we're talking about here. Well, as it turns out, 90% of the weather stations across the U.S. historically have, have been violating the setting standards, which means that we're getting fake, faulty data. So scientists and meteorologists over the last 20 years have been saying, and Al Gore included, that the earth is warming. The earth is warming. In reality, it's not. It's not because their their data was faulty. And here's what they did to fix it. They went back and manually altered the data, which is a big no-no in the scientific community. They went back and manually altered the data to fix it to fit their narrative. Well, there has been a solution to this over the past 14 to 15 years, and that is the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. They placed 114 state-of-the-art weather stations 
relatively evenly spaced uh, over the lower 48 states. And they followed the setting standards, and guess what they found? The U.S. mainland is actually cooling. The U.S. mainland is actually cooling. And by the way, we're putting off uh, we're putting off less carbon emissions in 2019 than we were in 1985. Carbon emissions are down compared to 1985. But yet we have over a quarter of a percent uh, more people in the U.S. We have 320, 330-odd million people in the U.S., yet we're putting out less carbon emissions than 1985. Shifting back to this CNN Town Hall, I want to play a few clips here. The first clip I want to play here is, this is, this is like I said, this is like a clown show. Clip five, this is Mayor Pete Buttigieg from South Bend, Indiana, who's a, a Democrat presidential candidate. And here is Pete Buttigieg saying that World War II is not nearly as bad as this climate crisis we're facing now. Clip five, let's listen. We have to actually unify the country around this project. And that means bringing people to the table who haven't felt that they've been part of the process. I mean, this is the hardest thing we will have done, certainly in my lifetime as a country. This is on par with winning World War II, perhaps even more challenging than that. Does anybody really think we're going to meet that goal if between now and 2050 we are still at each other's throats? It's not going to happen. We've got to figure out a way to rally, and that means everybody from cities to farms to the federal government to the international community. I'm prepared to lead us to get that done. Well, there you have it. Mayor Pete from South Bend, Indiana, running for president during the CNN town hall, says that this climate crisis is going to be tougher to defeat than World War II. I'm not a World War II vet, obviously, but anyone who is, I would be furious if I were them. The fact that this punk from South Bend, Indiana wants to say that fighting so-called climate change is going to be harder than World War II? That's insulting to the people who served in World War II. I mean, this is absolutely ludicrous. First off, this is all a hoax. It's all fake. It's all false. It's all propaganda so that the government can take more control of the economy and private citizens' lives. But then this mayor comes in and says this this fight is going to be tougher than World War II. And he gets no pushback. He gets no pushback. And when President Trump says that CNN is fake news, this is what he's talking about. This is what he's talking about. CNN is the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. I mean, this is like communist China, and that's not an overstatement where you have a media, an entire media arm in the pocket of a political party to such an extent that they're pushing fake narratives on the American people as fact, and no one dares question it. That's what happens in communist China. The media is in the pocket of the government. That's what happens in North Korea also. I want to play another clip just to give you another glimpse of this propaganda machine called CNN. Let's listen to clip one. This is Bernie Sanders talking about how we need to kill more babies. Clip one, let's listen. 
Human population growth has more than doubled in the past 50 years. The planet cannot sustain this growth. I realize this is a poisonous topic for politicians, but it's crucial to face. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. Would you be courageous enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe? Well, well I think the answer is yes. <laughs> and the answer has everything to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies and make reproductive decisions. And the Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world that, are, uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me is totally absurd. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world, uh, where women do not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies, and where they can have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have, something I very, very strongly uh, support. Well, there you have it. That's Bernie Sanders talking about, number one, how he thinks we should kill more babies. Number two, how we should increase birth control, and nobody should be opposed to birth control. First of all, I don't know any politicians who's run, I don't know any politician who has ever run against birth control. I don't know any politician that has ever ran against a birth control form of medicine or whatever, or treatment. Now, I know some Christians and Catholics who might think that birth control is unnatural, that, that women shouldn't take it, and that's an entirely separate debate that can be had, and I think there's some legitimacy there. But to say that, to talk about birth control as if people are out there going, we're against birth control, no, what people are against is killing babies. That's what Bernie Sanders would lump in killing babies with the term birth control, as if they're one and the same, and they're not. What Bernie Sanders is talking about there, and the questioner, the, the person qu asking the question there at the CNN town hall, is spewing like Chinese propaganda. Like, this is, this is sick stuff, folks. This is the kind of propaganda that people believe in in North Korea, China, and other places. Where the government regulates how many children people have. And this narrative that the world is overpopulated, that we can't take it, that it's a, that it's a catast catastrophe waiting to happen, these are all narratives that these Marxist murderers push so that they can kill people. That's what they do. If you, if you study history at all, you would know this stuff. And this is at a CNN town hall in America in the United States of America, and they're pushing killing babies as a form of birth control. That's the Democrat Party in 2019. One more clip I want to play here. This is clip four. This is another presidential candidate, Andrew Yang, talking about how everyone must drive electric cars. Clip four, let's listen. Are we all going to have to drive electric cars? Um, we are all going to love driving our electric cars. 
Will we have to drive electric cars? <laughs> well, the, the, there, will, there will still be some legacy gas guzzlers on the road for quite some time because this is not a country where you're going to like take someone's you know like clunker away from them. But you are going to offer to buy the clunker back and help them upgrade. Well, there you have it. That's Andrew Yang, another presidential candidate that nobody knows who he is. And he's talking about how the government should start buying back the so-called gas guzzlers and start uh, replacing them with the electronic vehicles. And raise your hand if if you think it's not the government's job to start buying back private citizens' vehicles. That's not the job of the government. The Obama administration did this back in 2009. It was called... In short, clash, I mean, I'm sorry, cash for clunkers. Cash for clunkers. It was under another fancy name that nobody knows what it is. But it was basically a buyback program where the Obama administration, in this past Congress, believe it or not, where the Obama administration offered up to $3 billion total to consumers. This The, the, the entire budget of the project was $3 billion, not that went to individuals. But people could get thousands of dollars for trading in their so-called clunker their old vehicle talk about a waste of government money where in the constitution do you find that it's the government's job to buy back private citizens vehicles i mean this is ludicrous and once again this is the democrat party of 2019 i want to shift along the same lines here to a story i'm I'm pointing at and this is out of motherjones.com a far left-wing news outlet another propaganda arm of the democrat party But hey, I'm going to cite from it because out of this three-page story, they have one sentence of truth. And here's the truth about these wildfires. You know, we have this news story, and I'll mention it in a little bit, about how the New York Times blamed President Trump for for the wildfires in the Amazon in Brazil. We'll talk about that. But then you have the California wildfires last year where the media was talking on and on about how man-made global warming and climate change is causing wildfires. It is true that men are responsible for some of these wildfires, and here's why. Reading from this news story out of MotherJones.com, for more than a century, people have been snuffing out wildfires across the West. As a result, forests, grasslands, and shrublands, like those in Bouverie Reserve, which is a, a, a national reserve over in the West, Western U.S., These reserves, these forests, are overgrown. That means that when fires escape suppression, it's more destructive, kills more trees, torches more homes, and sends far more carbon into the atmosphere, contributing to climate change. Reading farther into the story, we have 100 years of fire suppression that has led to this huge accumulation of fuel loads, just dead wood down debris, from trees and plant material in our forest and in our woodlands. There is some truth to that, and here is the truth to that statement. When states do not properly manage their forest, fires become much worse. Why is that? Because when you don't trim out, clean out, burn out, do controlled burning... In woodlands, you allow it to grow up, all the undergrowth grows up, and then when a fire does start, it's like pouring gasoline on it. And that's in, in at least partially what's going on in California with these wildfires. 
is their forest management program is so heavily regulated because of all the tree huggers that they can't properly clean out their forest occasionally every few years. And when you don't do that, when you don't have proper forest management programs, then during a dry season, for whatever reason, you have a fire that starts and it spreads at a much faster rate and is much harder to battle than it would be if you had proper forest management programs in place. Speaking of forest management programs, the New York Times just last week ran their Sunday edition of the New York Times and one of their bureau chiefs blamed President Donald Trump for the uh, uh, Amazon wildfires in Brazil. And once again, the New York Times runs this story, or they run this story with no evidence to back it up and nobody disputes it. No one disputes this fake narrative that Donald Trump is responsible for wildfires, hurricanes, tornadoes, etc. The New York Times went on a few days later to try to correct the story, the fake story, and here's what they had to say, and they just dug their hole deeper here. The New York Times ran another uh, piece a week later and said, quote, These fires were not caused by climate change. Well, that's good to know. They were, by and large, set by humans. However, climate change can make fires worse. Fires can burn hotter and spread more quickly, quickly under warmer and drier conditions. But once again, these left-wing propaganda outlets are using the term climate change. They're using the term climate change assuming that it's man-made. They're not differentiating between natural climate change, such as the seasons throughout the year and the year-over-year natural changes in weather. No, they're talking about climate change as if it's a set scientific fact that you and I are causing Hurricane Dorian. That you and I are causing the Amazon wildfires. The last clip I want to play for the day is clip three. This is Kamala Harris, the Democrat out of California, talking about how we need to quit eating red meat. Clip three, let's listen. Um, certain countries have changed their dietary guidelines uh, to reduce the consumption of red meat uh, in light of the impact of, of the climate change. Yeah. Uh, if elected, uh, are you, will you be supporting uh, change uh, in dietary guidelines? And then how will you plan on implementing the changes so that people effectively change their diets? We have a problem in America. Um, and we can talk about um, the amount of sugar in everything. We can, talk, we can talk about soda. We could go on and on. Uh, so the answer is yes. Well, there you have it, folks. I'll cut it off right there. We're wrapping up the show. But Kamala Harris, the senator from California, says she's going to start cutting down on the consumption of beef, on the consumption of red meat. Well, I'll tell you, folks, that's going to upset a lot of folks who like steaks and hamburgers. Exposing Washington American Family Radio, AFR.net's our website. We'll be back next week with more of Exposing Washington. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.